questions, yeah? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll ask you some questions. Not that I'm really prepared, like, but yeah, I'll, I'll ask you some questions. Okay, um, so uh, let's get on with how you started. Obviously, I know you've been uh, doing rugby beforehand. Uh, yeah, well, I was a rugby player. I've been, well, I was a rugby player from secondary school. Um, I started rugby at, when I was in year seven. Um, and then I decided from there, I'd take myself to the local rugby club and develop my skills. Uh, and from there, I literally went from playing from Boswell School to Chelmsford to Essex and then uh, up into the professional sides as well. And then I was contracted over into South Africa. Um, I was playing over in South Africa for a few years um, and that was pretty much my life. And then I come back, uh, dislocated my hip twice, um, lost my entire career, all my contracts um, and everything. Uh, <laughs> so from that, I went from yeah being at the peak of where I could be in rugby pretty much. I was at the highest level um, and I sort of yeah went from that to not being able to even, well, I was told that like they looked at the injury and they said, look, you're never going to be able to walk again after the first time I've done it. There was like, you've took the cup joint. So where you've got your joint like that, my hip had gone through the cup joint rather than rolling out. It actually took off the edge of the cup. So it took off that, went through. And they said that you're never going to be able to uh, run again. You're not going to be able to play rugby again. You're never going to be able to do anything. I was like, all right. So after about 14, 15 weeks, I was playing rugby again after that oh <laughs> so I well back, yeah. i literally was like no that's not happening i will be playing rugby again you're not telling me how the body works so i went back to it got back to playing rugby um and then i was training side steps just come out straight in. oh shit um so then i couldn't go back to south africa um yeah i couldn't go back there to play rugby um so i was sort of um went off the rails a little bit i'm not gonna lie went off the rails a bit and um pretty much done every single festival possible in the UK for quite a long time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I went from that. Uh, people were like, why don't you try going bodybuilding? And I was like, sponsors as well. Sponsor said to me, look, we'll keep your, we'll keep your sponsorship running. If you do something in sport with it, have you thought about doing bodybuilding as well? I said, I don't know, a few people have mentioned it to me. So... I'll go into bodybuilding and see how it goes. Um, so I went into bodybuilding. And I was like, right, I'm going to do a show. What year uh, was that? What year it was? So that'd be what we now 2021. So it was five and a half years ago. So it would literally yeah, be what's that? 2016, around 2016, 2015. Uh, that's when I first started. Well. That's when I first started training, to be honest. Before that, I'd never done any gym work as such. Um, I'd done the compulsory stuff that I was made to do when, obviously, the coaches were coaching us in rugby, um, which is very minimalistic in the gym. It was more outside on the pitch and moving heavy objects and, like, tyres and people and things like this. No, no, I was never in there repping out anything, never doing anything. But when I was playing uh, at the Sharks... Um, they done the tests as such. So they've done the tests as such for bodybuilding and um, not bodybuilding for, for weightlifting. Um, and at the age of 17, uh, I benched 185 kilos, which is still up on the um, board in the uh, Sharks. So I broke, broke the record for that. I broke the record for squat as well. 
and I'd never even done any of these movements before. But that was like back in rugby. So then when I went into bodybuilding eventually in around 2016, um, I sort of had some sort of strength base already done. Um, and it was there ready for me to start anyway. Um, so, but I had the strength there. But when I went on my little, um, doing all the festivals, I went from, <laughs> I went from about 16 stone down to about 11. Um, and I was about 11 stone by this time. I weren't training, I weren't eating, or I was just drinking and getting off the fucking head, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was my life for a long time. Um, went into bodybuilding, like 11 stone. I put on weight up to 14 stone. I think it was 13, 14 stone. Um, and I was meant to do a show, and I chickened out at the first show, what I was meant to do. <laughs> then... Uh, so I was like, right, no, I can't check it out of it. I told people I'd do a show. Now I'm embarrassed that I've already chickened out of the show. So four weeks later, I booked into doing another show, um, which was the Kingdom Class uh, Kingdom Classic or something like this. I don't know. The, the World Power Show. That was what it was. It was the World Power Show, UK BFF. Um, and I went in there as a muscle model as well. All enough. right. Yeah. And, um, you know, first competition, like when you do your first competition, you think, yeah, it should go in there as a beginner. Um, and the guy that was doing my posing was like, no, don't go as a beginner because you're, you're past beginner already. Um, I was like, all right. So he was like, just go straight in for intermediate. So, like, okay, I'll do the intermediate. Anyway, I got to the show, there was no intermediate. It was literally just open. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I went in as an open muscle model and it was like, no beginners, intermediate, anything. It was the open class. I had to stand next to Tom Coleman and uh, Nelson Lopez. So obviously that was a bit of a shit. <laughs> What's happening here? Um, yeah, obviously I didn't win the show. I still placed in the show, done well in the show. Um, but <laughs> they can't me after. Um, I won't say names um, or anything like that. But the guy can't see after and he was like, look, you're going to do really, really well as a muscle model because you've got a really good body. But... The thing is, you're not pretty like Tom or Nelson. You're too ugly. Go and do bodybuilding because you won't ever win shows. <laughs> they said, unless you wear a mask, you're not going to win. <laughs> I was all right. Well, that's not very nice, is it? <laughs> but, um, you know, thick skin and all that, I didn't really care. So three weeks after that, there was the Zach Khan Classic. Um, and um, so I've never done bodybuilding show or anything before. Uh, I've done the Zach Khan Classic um, as my second show a few weeks after. Um, I managed to put on, I think, I think I weighed in the um, in the muscle model one, I think I weighed in about 82 kilos. Um, and then I went from 82 kilos, uh, two seconds, about 82 kilos when um, I first done the muscle model show. I went from the muscle model show to the Zach Khan show, and I think I weighed in about 85 kilos 86 kilos uh so i was a light heavyweight bodybuilder i weren't in the heavyweights or anything like that uh i come third in show so with that i've got a british fight i've got a um invite to the british finals um so yeah i went went and done the british finals uh, later on that and two three months um these were the times when the british finals you know when they uh got everyone out on stage and then They'd already made the decision before you got on stage. <laughs> so right. I basically went up there, stood up there for one one call out, 
went back off stage, went home, that was it. Uh, didn't know where I placed, don't know anything. Um, yeah, it was a bit confusing, didn't really know what was going on, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I went from there. Um, and then after that, so every sort of, every year and a half, I moved up a weight cut category. So I went from being a light heavyweight bodybuilder. I was with UKBFF, done another year of UKBFF. Um, qualified for the British finals the second year again. But I decided I weren't big enough, so I didn't do British finals that type that year. I then took a year off. I'm pretty sure it was a year off in 2018. Um it's a year off and I can be back into 2019. Um, and that's when I went into two bros and I done one show, which is the Ben Weeder. Um, <clears throat> done the Ben Weeder and I come fifth. But in this show, I've done a I've been very ill leading up to the show. So it actually actually get me out of the toilet because I was shitting everywhere and being sick everywhere <laughs> before I went on stage. And uh, I was in the toilet toilet when they were calling me and I called out and went out on stage anyway. So I still done it. I weren't gonna uh, give up like a lot of people do, but I'll still always do a show. I can't I can't say no to a challenge, so that's my problem. Um but after that, um yeah, from that I went took an off season, uh put on loads of size. I went from being about 80, I think I weighed 87 or 88 kilos at that show. I literally went from there um, to being a heavyweight and weighing at 93 kilos the week of the uh, year after. 93 kilos, then I got ultra shredded to show after, went down to 91 kilos. Um, yeah, and then from there, slowly progressed into doing heavyweights, went up to uh, just under 102. Then I went to the supers as well after that. So, yeah, it was, um, it's been a bit of a journey, growing a lot along the way. <laughs> yeah, so the last shows, obviously, I've done last year. Um, didn't, didn't go too well. Obviously, you know about some of the uh, issues I had. Um, or I could go through the issues from the year before. There's a lot of issues I have at shows, I'm not going to lie to you. There was one where I've been arrested before the show. And oh, right. Like that. And I was arresting the cells for two days, and then I come out of the cells and uh, yeah, went in and done the um, Alicante uh, Amateur Olympia, and I still placed in that one as well, <laughs> after not eating for any days. But uh, but one, one, one policeman was very nice to me, because he could see that it was um, I was being held on ridiculous things anyway that wasn't even basically because i wouldn't give them money they arrested me and they wouldn't let me go so i went to the court and they dropped everything but there was one one cop who knew what i you know i was doing a show so where the other others weren't even giving me food he gave me four meals (laughs) in one and it was just all protein bars he just gave me a load of protein bars and, and stuff like this just to get something in me before the show um so yeah, I was living on protein bars and crackers um, for them days I was in, uh, in jail over there. <laughs> but yeah, I come out of that one, done the show, went from there. And then um, obviously last year and had a few uh, upsets last year with, um, yeah, we've done the British finals and uh, I decided that two weeks out I wasn't dieting anymore. <laughs> and I just, Jansen hates me for this, I'm not going to lie. I would hate me as well if I was the coach. Um, yeah, I just bought a massive cheesecake and started eating cheesecake. And then I carried on eating everything. But then pretty much if I'm 
really honest, there was um, it's probably more like two weeks of the entire prep. I actually stuck to diet over the 16 weeks. For the rest of it, I was eating sugar and sweets and things like that. I was going for a bit of a bad time at the time. So, uh, yeah, it was just a little bit of an outlet for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and then obviously I went from doing the British finals to Alicante, uh, which was probably one of the most sus competitions I've done. Um, I went from being centre stage the entire time to being disqualified with no points for no reason whatsoever until I spoke to someone else and they said that uh, I had simple following me. I don't know why or where or anything I could see this in following. That, that was uh, Spain, wasn't it? Yeah, in Spain, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and the most recent uh, Spain pro qualifier won by a guy with a, a central shoulders. Ampro, the 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 Kamal crew guy, yeah. that's the yeah, that's the the guy who won it. The guy who um, Jordan Peters last time competed against. Literally, uh, yeah. there's a, the the pictures of the Jonathan just showed up, and there's a picture of him prone double bicep, and you can see there's just like. <laughs> but well, uh, funny. I've never used Simple. Wouldn't use it. One, I wouldn't even know how to use it, <laughs> but. I thought it was bloody ridiculous. I was only a heavyweight as well because I'd cut down from supers to go into the heavyweights again, didn't I? So I went supers as the British finals and then on the uh, heavyweights, I cut down done that one um, for the Alicante. So I sort of killed myself and got myself shredded and like, underweight. And even to the point where um, I was with Mark Joyce, uh, funnily enough, I see him at the airport. And um, when, we, when I was leaving in Stansted, Mark lived around the corner from me. So... Um, yeah, funnily enough, we bumped into each other at the airport, we ended up travelling to the uh, show together, done the way in together, and you can ask Mark, I didn't eat nothing for probably a day, day and a half, so I made weight, and uh, I made weight, and I was literally, Mark started dragging me over to the uh, scales. But what it is, they didn't like the fact that I weighed in at like 101, and then I carved up until about 107 kilos. So when I stood on stage with them, I was... I was bigger than anyone on stage and I was bigger than a lot of the supers as well. Um, at the end of the day, that's why they weigh you. They weigh you. It shows that you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. But then also the whole simple thing, it was a bit, a bit ridiculous. Like I can't really understand where they were coming from with it, to be honest. That's actually very rare to, to get disqualified in an NPC at all. Like Yeah, well, like we didn't believe it at first. First of all, we thought it was just People were just saying it like, oh, there was another reason. So I'll do is ignore it now. It's just getting so wound up over some of the results. And um, by getting wound up, you're not actually going to solve anything. So it is what it is. <laughs> Obviously, you probably watch some of the shows and can't understand some of the um, reasons, but it is what yeah. it is. Then I remember you went to Poland and uh, got the top three, didn't you? Yeah, with Poland, come third. Um, and then I went to Portugal, and uh, yeah, this was another one that was very strange. <laughs> that was uh, that, that was probably where I come in the best condition, um, you yeah, know, best condition and fullest as well out of all the shows. And um, yeah. <laughs> there's um, yeah, there was guys that I beat in Poland that beat me there, and then. Understand it really, but you know, don't get too wound up about it. Shit happens, bodybuilding happens, 
all I can do is go away, put more size on, get more conditions until the point when they're actually going to say, look, you you didn't win because you're not conditioned and they're going to look really stupid. So until you can do that, you've got to make it undeniable, I suppose, at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's why I get hung up about it. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you already mentioned it. Are you working with Matt at the moment? Yeah, yeah I work with um, Matt Jansen at the moment. Um, Matt's probably the best coach I've had, probably, um, as well, well as communication goes. Like Matt's always a message away, text away. It was like the whole of last year. He was um, he knew that I was a bit off my nut for a lot of the year because my bipolar was playing up. Um don't really know why I even competed. Did I? It was more because I wanted to compete. And he was like, are you sure you want to compete? And I was like, yeah, let's just do it. And it, it helps me focus and get through it. But yeah. Matt, was, Matt was literally checking up on me every few days, making sure I was okay and headspace is okay and everything else was okay. So, um, yeah, with, with that side of things, um, Matt's very good. He's very on, on board. The uh, <clears throat> Yeah, well, with Matt, anyway... Um, a lot of other coaches um, are very uh, copy and paste. Um, and I think the thing is with me, I've got such a weird body. I respond to things very strangely. I respond to anything very strangely. Um, so Matt's had to sort of keep quite a, quite a close eye on me, make sure I was eating the right things. And obviously we realised from my diet as well, I'm completely lactose intolerant. Um, I can't eat no dairy at all. As soon as I eat dairy... I hold about 10 tonne of water. And the thing is, I like eating dairy, which is the worst thing as well. So when I do it, he knows I've eaten it. So I'll be like, people are like, what have you done wrong? Nothing. Nothing at all. It's like, you've- yeah, your your story says something different. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be like, what have you done? I ain't done nothing. He's like, I've watched your story. I'm like, shit, I should have been out my story. <laughs> but um, everybody knows I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite notorious for binge eating um, when I do it. Um, and after the shows, I do some crazy shit as well and eat a lot of food. Um, but he knows that. It's the thing is, he, he understands that the thing is, I will give you 110% in the gym. And I'll give you 50% of the diet. No, <laughs> no well, not 50%, but <laughs> more like 95 sometimes. But it's more more if my head's okay. If my head's okay, I'm fine. I won't, won't deviate from the diet. I won't do anything. So, yeah. Like, there's been times, obviously, where... I'll probably have some of the best condition on stage you'll see. That's when I've stuck to the diet for at least one week, though. Right, that's, that's a whole week done. <laughs> all my mates, they, they all know it as well. They hate it. Like, um, well, it was like the uh, British show. Um, what one was that? One of the British shows where I won the heavyweights. Um, and everyone was like, oh, God, you're so shredded. How have you done it? I said... What you've got to do is you've got to eat cookies and flapjacks and everything all week leading up to the show. I was like, as you can see, it clearly works because I ain't fucking died one bit this week. I've been eating shit while I've been cooking all the cakes. Because obviously I had the bakery stalls at the shows. <laughs> but the thing is with Matt, 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 Matt understands this with me. He knows I will, I will, I will stick to everything he tells me. I'll stick to the training program exactly how he tells me. Um, and I will tell him as well. So when I, when I actually do cheat on a diet, I will tell him um, and uh, he will um, tell me off most of the time when I'm telling him, like, like I woke up at two in the morning and I ate about 3,000 calories. And he's like, how? 
<laughs> and I'll tell him, every, and I'll start listing the things. And he's like, well, all you could do, reset tomorrow, don't do it. And the next day, I'm like, right, 1,000 calories, not 2,000. <laughs> and he'll just be like, he understands. And um, But then after I get out of the system, it's gone. But yeah, it's, it's good to have a coach like Matt. Matt's the most understanding person. He's probably the most knowledge, knowledgeable person I know. Um, he's taught me so much um, through coaching with him. Um, and that's on every aspect of coaching as well. Like through the, um, say, the mental side of coaching, the actual training side of coaching, the diet side of coaching, the other side of coaching as well. Every, every single aspect that he's sort of helped me and mentored me through it as such, even though he's not even a mentor for me. Um, he's just my coach and he's pretty much a friend now. Talk to him over text, like friends, and uh, yeah, he likes to laugh at the uh, situation I call about the dairy. So uh, when I eat the dairy, I get the power belly. That's what we call the power belly because it seems to stick out a lot <laughs> through information. So he knows I'm eating dairy because the power belly comes out. So I've been recently we've swapped everything over to vegan protein and stuff like that. I know it doesn't make no sense in vegan protein. I eat loads of meat as well, but it, it's good for the dairy. <laughs> Yeah, I won't be swicking, I won't be still swapping all of me out of my diet though. So I'm sorry to upset a few people if they think I'm going to turn vegan because there's no chance of that happening. I'm sorry. the same. I'm the same. <laughs> I've, I've, I've only diet I ever done was high fat, low carb diet because yeah. I'm the same. That uh, that's good for uh, obviously dairy problems and all that stuff. So that's the only diet I try uh, after uh, uh, Robert Petkovic. He, he years ago he started uh, just before uh, the last few years of his career he went on to he was big enough so he didn't have to worry about it so we switched to high fat so that's the only thing so basically i was eating meat all year ah fair enough fair enough that's um i work that's what most of my shows um well pretty much most of my shows apart from a couple this year i've pretty much done it all on keto as well which a lot of people can't do and they can't hold on to their muscle and they can't do this. For them people, they're just bitches. But <laughs> if you can stick at it, you do hold on to the muscle. And if you do it right, you do hold on to the muscle. And uh, it, it works for me. I always get quite shredded down, quite in good shape on the keto diet. I don't struggle with not having carbs, like maybe for the first two weeks or a week. But after that goes, I sort of just don't enjoy carbs after that. It's horrible to even put them in at the end when I'm filling back up. But yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. The high protein, high fat diet, I work really well off that as well. It's the better one; it more clear, it clears you out a better, better off. Yeah, well. yeah. Just yeah. like a, if you need to go off, because I I got the sweet tooth, so I have to completely go off. Otherwise, there's no way to stop it. Yeah, Hagen does uh, ice cream as well. That's just my oh. weak weakest point. So oh, I can't I can't have it. The thing is, if I buy anything. There's no just having a bit of it as well. It's, this is the this is the thing that Matt obviously realised to me as well. Because it'd be like, right, I want you to go and have a bit of cake on your diet tonight. I'd be like, how big? And he'd be like, what do you mean, how big? And he goes, just have a slice. I'm like, yeah, but how big is the slice? Like, how, how big are we talking? And he's like, I'm like, because I've got to buy a slice. I was like, I can't buy the cake. And he was like, why can't you buy the cake? I was like, I can't have it in the house. And he's like, why can't I have it in the house? I was like, because if I feel bad, I'll eat it. And then, uh, yeah, we have had a lot of these conversations about have some self-control, and I was like, oh, I have none. 
<laughs> yeah, he had, after a little while, he understood that and it was fine. So after that, we sort of didn't do that with the uh, cakes and that. We'd take them out. We'd just leave them. Great. So I like it going really bright and sort of dark, doesn't it, as well, while I'm talking? Sorry? I like it. It's going really bright and dark, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't is know why. Your, is that your screen or? No, no. It's just a ring light. Right. I think it's when I move, it just keeps doing it. Might be the oh, camera. Your ring light, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, got my ring out, mate. Yeah, me too. Not that, I'm... Not that I need it, but bought it for my wife, so I have it as well. Oh, yeah, I've got one of them, I've got one of them in the gyms. They're in the gyms. Yeah, yeah it's understandable for you to have it, like for check ins and all. Like, uh, if somebody, I, I see it. Oh, nah, nah. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got loads of these, but. You ask Matt, he'd be really pissed off because I never do that in a check-in. I just take them in the same place every time and that is all he's getting. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I will adjust that. And I, actually, I did actually buy a uh, screen and all of that to do it properly now. So we get a bit more professional now. You promise? So, I suppose so. I, mean, well, I, I didn't promise. I said, I'll try. And that's as much as you get. It's in the box. I've got the box behind me. Right. It hasn't been took out of the box in the last two weeks though. So it's just sat there. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so basically, what's the plan at the moment? Are you sharing or are you not telling, just in case? Um, at the but moment, I, obviously, you tell me stuff, but uh, yeah. for the for the open. Um, well, for at the moment, I'm just in off season. I'm just putting some size on now. Um, Enjoying. Yeah, enjoying like what he did tell me to take back to you. Was because I was having not three or four a week, and he was like, "Nope, two a week." And I was like, "Okay, it's hard." <laughs> um, so it's just more off season at the moment. I'm just putting size on, and he needs to put on because of the size where I lacked was in my back. Um, but then again, it's down to sort of like where I was cutting down past my normal weight. So because I was constantly making weight rather than making shape, um, yeah, this off. Obviously, my back's a lot bigger than normally is on stage anyway. So going back into supers. But the thing is, I don't want to go into the supers weighing at like 104, 105 kilos. Um, because the thing is, I am I, although I am only 5'11", um, I do get dwarfed on stage in the supers quite a lot. But everyone, everyone's quite tall. So the fact is, I want to go back on stage being like about 112, something around that, about 110, 112 Fight stage at that is not going to be that many people bigger than me on stage. Um, so then I'll hold quite a lot more presence, um, especially with getting my back a lot bigger, getting my uh, hamstrings bigger, and my chest as well. Um, obviously bringing them in, and I've brought my stomach down quite a lot as well, which that was quite an issue for me last year and the year before. Yeah. But it was, the issue was, it was down to the dairy, really. Yeah, so now I've cut it out, I'm like, yeah, I basically do a vacuum now I'm lying I can't do a vacuum but I will give it a go next time I get on stage I'll do one my own sort of one but it'll be one but, <laughs> but yeah no, other than that that was the issues I had to sort out was um yeah my sort of my stomach getting rid of that getting that down um, with a vegan vegan protein change and stuff like that where I've took all of the dairy out of my diet completely um I have zero issue now with that um it's perfect so 
can't really change that. It's um, getting better and better daily. Um, back's grown quite um, substantially. I think I showed you. I showed you my growth on that, didn't I? That's mm, interesting, isn't it? Not sure. Not uh, sure. Right. Oh, I should do pictures of it, and um, it's like night and day from like last. It's quite a, quite a lot of improvement to the back there, but um, we can aim for a lot more, obviously, before we go on stage again. Um, yeah, with that, and then <clears throat> soon as soon as Matt says you're ready, then we're going to go for the show. Okay. Obviously, I did have a couple of shows ready in, in mind already, but. Playing it, playing it to the uh, word of the man, I suppose. If he, uh, if he tells me I'm allowed, I'll do it. If I don't, I'm not allowed, I won't do it. <laughs> That's how it is, I suppose. As, as, um, how are you set? Like, you think about doing it in Britain or are you open to see how it goes? Because there's um, obviously the shit's going on at the moment and people, like... I know, like uh, this weekend, Josh was meant to be in Portugal. He's not. Uh, he's not there. Obviously, it was only Rob to, uh, doing the show. So, uh, how will you feel about the traveling and all this stuff? How are you? Obviously, some people can't because of the uh, umbrellas and all that stuff. They can't sit at home for this. Um, I haven't looked into the travel as much, um, but as you know, I know. There's so many loopholes through this. There's loads of loopholes. If you want to get out there, you're going to get out there at the end of the day. It's, with how, it's, it's how much you want to delve into the actual, uh, into the legal side of things and all of that. But uh, I know Josh was going to be over in Portugal this weekend. And, uh, I think Josh would have probably done very well over there as well, looking at the standard of the uh, guys over there. Um, but for me, I don't think I will be abroad until later in the year. Um, even if I am, I'll be supporting a couple of my pals who you know um, I'll be going to their show supporting them but I'll still have to do a regional in the UK because of the rule that they brought out um, two years ago yeah you have to show up it's a bit yeah. hang on UK, Poland and all of these countries have to do a regional but all the other countries it's still you want how is that? no comments <laughs> No comments. Yeah, it makes it, it's, it's what it is. Um, maybe eventually there will be actual thing more like set up uh, like regional as I've the idea probably is to be like it was before, you know, the different areas to give the chance to qualify. But at the moment, is that what it is? But well, it's uh, for for some people, it's obviously more stage time. If the legs of shows that the the uh regionals day before and then the next day you do actual pro qualifiers so that's basically kind of a thing and i can see some people don't mind it like i don't, don't, don't like that side of things doing that regional into a pro qualifier day after it's like pretty pointless like because you're gonna you're either half you're half in one of them and it's what one it comes out being half fast do you know what i mean Because the thing is, you're stuck there at the show. You're doing that. You're so involved in them shows. You're going to be there for an entire day. Like the day before, uh, it's going to be very hard to keep on, say, a peak week for that day when you're competing to go into the next day to doing the show of like a pro qualifier, which I think is better for people to do a pro qualifier, then take a little time and reevaluate what they've got to change to do their pro qualifier, which is like what me and Matt will like to do. Um But yeah, I've got to do a regional still. Who knows when the regional will be? Um, 
there is two regionals that I may have in mind if I do this year. Um, but then potentially I'll be, I won't be competing for the pro, pro cards um, because there's no shows after them ones for me to get a pro card in anyway and such. Um, so I'd be going looking at more going to Eastern European countries. Um, I seem to be suited more well there, even though well, when I went to Poland, everyone thought I was Polish, didn't they? And uh, <laughs> everyone was coming up to me, talking to me in Polish, and I was, uh, I was I'm English. Okay. They're like, oh, I thought you were Polish. Yeah, um, I'm English. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I do prefer shows uh, abroad, a lot of abroad shows, because you get to go over there, you get to have a holiday, you get to do this, you get yeah. to. Uh, my, my main thing is because it isolates me. It isolates me away from being able to eat everything. <laughs> so when, when I'm there, I'm sort of there. I can't do nothing. I'm stuck there. I'm not, not with everyone else. I'm not in my gym. I'm not in a, anywhere else. I'm took out of my comfort zone. It actually puts me in a bit more of a comfort zone of switching off. Um, so, yeah, I, I do enjoy doing the abroad shows a lot more. And... Um, Obviously, some of them are a lot bigger as well than the shows we have here. For some reason, the UK shows, um, because there's so many federations in the UK, um, it makes it quite hard because you get so many split shows on the same weekends now as well. Like, So you'll get like um, PCA and then the Two Bros show on exactly the same weekends. And it makes no sense. Like... Because then it, all it does is cut down numbers of like obviously spectators for one, cuts down numbers of actual competitors as well. Um, you'll get people just going to do these shows because they think they're going to be easier, or they go to these shows because they think they're going to be harder. And um, it's just, you know, just have everyone on the same stage, wouldn't it? Really have a massive big show and see who's the best, really. But um, yeah, it's just a shame that a lot, a lot, a lot of them are just so crammed in and over the top of each show. Whereas obviously when you do when you do run the shows abroad, generally that show, like say uh, Alacani or Portugal or like even like Poland and Uruguay and things like this, they'll be on weekends where there's not many shows actually on in the world around them. Whereas, yeah, they seem to sort of move, move them away from any other shows. Like, so there's not too many other shows going on, which they're going to struggle to get get people to so yeah it is what it is yeah but so let's see how it goes from there yeah yeah so tell me um what are your gyms what are you what are you training uh at the moment i'm training in rip gym um i did just train in absolute um the one that was famous for the uh fights uh, yeah <laughs> Went all over YouTube and Instagram. And all it that. did. It did. Yeah. I, I asked. I, I remember. I think I asked you straight away. Is that the, your gym? Is that you? Do you yeah. <laughs> no, it won't be. It won't be. It was. Uh, it was just a couple of gangs of kids, uh, young kids who thought uh, it was a bit brave, and it was quite funny to be honest. I thought it was hilarious because of they must have been such pussies that they were hearing people with bars, and the person was still standing. Like you're using a weapon and you're not doing nothing. You might as well punch him. Like, come on, guys, Jesus. But um, yeah, that was a bit ridiculous for all that side of, side of things. Busy <sighs> man. Yeah, always busy. I am. <laughs> That's why it's hard to get me down. 
Uh, that is what it is. <laughs> but um, what, where, where was we? Yeah, oh, we Jim. were talking about Jim. Yeah. Yes, Jim's. Um, yeah, I was in Absolute, but I've moved away from Absolute now because of reasons I'm not going to say. Um, but I moved away from there, and I moved to Rip Jim, um, Rip Jim Bazin, which is the gym that. Quite well known, anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't uh, even know. I don't even know know where it is, but I know it exists. You know, yeah, like it. It, everyone, everyone sort of knows it from obviously yeah. Luke Ben, and then obviously all the other stuff as well. Um, yeah, so I'm down there now, and uh, we're trying to get Samson down there to the posing down there as well for everyone. Uh, and um, yeah, it's good. You'll see some videos of me and Joe and that train down there, me and Mark, and all that. It's great, gyms. It's very kitted out. It's got everything you need in the gym. Um, it's got a lot of um, Arsenal strength stuff, hammer strength, uh, Atlantis and stuff like this. So, can't really go wrong with that. Other than that, I train in Crayford um, as well sometimes. Um, and then Monster Gym sometimes as well, um, up in Chesham. Um, that's, a, that's a very, very big gym. I think Rip's pretty much modelled on that gym. Um, but, yeah. Other than that, that's it. Well, like, you know, obviously, I like to travel around the country and go to all different gyms here yeah. and there as well, but they're the main ones. Which will be your favourite in the country? The country? Um, I don't know. I probably can't say because I'd upset the other gym owners anyway. But, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd upset the other gym owners if I take out one, one gym and say yeah. theirs, but... Okay. The three I mentioned are the best best ones I train in, but I, I feel anyway. But I like yeah, I like the atmosphere. I like how the equipment. I like the equipment in there. Um, it's like great bits of equipment over every single one of the gyms. They've got so much stuff in you wouldn't believe. So yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, did you did you watch anything over this weekend? Like a. Uh, what the Portugal show? Yeah, yeah uh, that... I watched Supers. You watched Supers, uh, yeah. Yeah, my friend was my friend Lucas was um, competing in a come fifth. Is that the uh, Lithuanian guy? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lucas come fifth. I, I feel he should have got better than fifth. Um, he was in very good shape, good condition. A very young guy, ginormous as well, um, and that's. Uh, then again, uh, the last set's bodybuilding. You can't you can't delve into it too much, can you? So yeah, but yeah. What it is. 